Welcome to it. Welcome to it. It is 12:30 on a Sunday afternoon. Happy Easter to you and yours. If this is something that you celebrate, happy Sunday to everybody else. If this is not something that you celebrate, I am your host Terrell Chatterbox Emerson in studio with my guy, our show producer. I keep forgetting exactly what you do on the what's it called on the site, and I don't know. And I, it, it happens. Don't worry about it. You do features or reviews? I forgot. I'm sorry. My guy Duna just walked in too with the perfect sweater. What's the dilly? You got to push it back to him. You haven't what? Oh, what? I'm talking about what? You, what are you in charge of of the site? I think it's features, right? Yeah. I think it's features. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. I think it's features. Uh, you can cut it on whenever. My boy Deontay Hagler just got here. I won't be calling him that no more the rest of the show. So right back to Duna. What's the deal, Thugger? Man, what's going on? Why can't people drive, bro? Why can't people right, drive? Hopping into it. All right, is it on? Is the mic on? It all right, on. bet. All right, the mic is on. All right, go. Get get yours off. Cause I, all right, get yours off, and then I'm gonna get mine off. Why can't people drive, bro? It's Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should be, you know, at, at home. At home. <laughs> Why can't people drive? Why there gotta be so many car accidents happening? Why there gotta be so much? Why you gotta slow down traffic first of all? If you already know where you're going, you should already be driving. <laughs> you feel me? Like I'm still. <laughs> you can hear it in your voice. Bro, I live you can hear it in your the, voice. I live all the way on the north side and I left early. You can hear it in your voice. You can how hear it in your how voice. How do you not know how to drive, bro? So what's the issue that you keep running it? Now, guys, you guys know how this is. We haven't done this in quite some time. Our producer, our man that's in charge of features, our Florida man fact checker, Salim Dweck is behind the camera. That's the voice that you heard earlier. Salim, we haven't done this in quite some time. We typically start the show, at least we used to, with 10 minutes, 15 minutes of just banter. Just whatever our week was like, that's typically what we start the show off with. It's called Talk That Talk for a reason. And I'm happy that, that Duna just walked in. We didn't talk about this. This wasn't the plan. He walked in and he got right to it. So... I'm going to let this happen. What's the issue that you have most with Vegas drivers? As of right now? That I've been running <laughs> He said into? as of this morning? <laughs> that they just, it, they just don't. Okay, so if the speed limit is 45, okay. why, do, why are you doing 25? I feel it. I feel it. Why it does happen 25? a lot. And then only that, I get trapped between two cars. One is in front of me. The other one's in the lane that I want to switch to and <laughs> do the same. They're driving the same speed limit. Yes, and they drive next to each other. Yeah. And it's like, fam, both of y'all doing under the speed. Somebody got to speed up. The earring, is, the earring is hard, first of oh, all. Oh, appreciate that, man. It's new. <laughs> you got to make sure the camera <laughs> pick it up. You got to make sure the camera pick it up. Uh, here's my issue with Vegas drivers. They act like it, it makes them less of a human to use their blinker. That, too. You can tell when a person in Vegas is trying to get over without their blinker. And it's the wildest thing to me. So for you guys who don't know, uh, I probably should not say this, but should I say it? Well, I don't care because you can't really you can't really you request can't, me per se. You can't, but you can't say I do Instacart every now and again. You guys know I do Postmates uh, just every now and again. So <laughs> in doing Instacart, I have to realize how I want to do this. I've tried it in the morning, and I'm like, fam, I don't like everybody going to their morning through their morning com commutes. I don't, I can't do it. None of y'all using blinkers, and because y'all all don't use blinkers, I guess it's like a thing that y'all all know, and I'm the one that's out of the loop. So I, it, I look like the bad driver, I guess, because I'm using blinkers, so it's Man. cool. Y'all can have it. So you just got to find your times, bro. I don't I don't know. And you just said it already. Today is Easter. 
today's Easter. Everybody should be home, but it seems like everybody is on the road still. Stay away from If you going towards MLK and, <laughs> like, over there, MLK and Carrie, if you driving on MLK <laughs> in general, stay away. Man, that truck, man. You good, I ain't bro. Even gonna speak on traffic. You good, bro. Like, you you try not to be an angry driver. Sometimes. The North is an industrial area anyway. It is, but you, still drive. It's already dirt roads. <laughs> like, like people don't even know where they're going. <laughs> like still drive. Well, man. I don't know about where people are going, but I know where we're staying. Talk that talk records. Uh, talk that talk. See, let me say radio show first. Talk that talk radio show records live from the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, where we're at right now. We are in the clubhouse. We've been back in the clubhouse for quite some time. Um, this is the largest super book in the sport. Super book in the sports world. <laughs> super book in the world for over 50 years. Formerly known as the largest hotel for nearly a decade, the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. We are in what month two? Month two of the baseball season's wins challenge again. Come down to the Superbook. We are located at 3000 Paradise Road, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89109. This baseball season's wins challenge. Any of the tellers at any of the windows can answer any of your questions. On the last window, if you guys ever come here, maybe the closest window to the, to the clubhouse, all of the sign-ups are there. All of the contest rules are here. I have mine right here. If you guys are watching on Instagram Live, I literally have mine right here. You guys see the fill-out sheets. It's literally all here at the Westgate Superbook. Uh... Salim, it's been a day. Is it? Has it been a day already? Yeah. It's I, just been one. Yeah, it's been one. You can already tell it's just been one. It's Easter. Like, and and you know what's funny? Like, there's no explanation. No other explanation than it's just Easter right now. Me and Salim, and, and you guys already know, I don't extend times. I don't, I don't start earlier on Wednesdays without Salim. So if Salim says no, then that's what we got to do. So I hit Salim this morning, and I was like, can we – I think I might hit the production team, which was which is Salim and Kobe. And I was just like, can we can we start at 1230? Everybody – I feel like I haven't talked to anybody. I just feel like people need it. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, just, it's been a week. I feel like people could use it. So when I did it, I was like, all right, cool. So I'm up. I'm ready. I'm ready by 12 or whatever – well, before 12. And I'm kind of just sitting there, and I was like – I was up at five in the morning, drunk at a park. You was just. You want to know why? I mean, you probably could have just. You probably had something on your mind. You feel me? No. No, I was with somebody, but oh, you want to okay. know why though? Go ahead. Let me, let me see. Yeah. I, I don't know why. That's the more disturbing part. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I know for a fact if I was back home, I would have went to the beach. But the fact that I'm in Vegas and there is no beach, I'm not driving to Lake Mead. So I was like, fam, I'm just going to sit at this park and I'm going to chill. Do we even – is Lake Mead even a spot to, like, chill at now? The water Next is, topic. The, the water is at, like, three inches. <laughs> Next topic. Oh, that's why you don't want – oh, that's why it's not a place to chill? I can think of a couple of different reasons why it's not the place to chill. Uh, Mom, save us. <laughs> I know you got to tip in somewhere. All right, bet. Ooh. Okay. My mom's tipping for the day. We about to get this started right. Who are you to judge the life I live? First of all, I don't like that tone. I don't even like the tone that I read that in. Who are you to judge the life I live? You, you want to know why you read it that way? Because that's the way she was, she was going to say it? She was going to say it. That's the way <laughs> you would say it. That's the way anybody else would say it. I know I'm not perfect, and I don't have to be. Or excuse me, and I don't live to be. But before you start pointing fingers... Make sure your hands are clean. 
Mm. I'm going to say that one more time. Who are you to judge the life I live? I know I'm not perfect, and I don't live to be. But before you start pointing fingers, make sure your hands are clean. Hmm. Let's get this started right. I like that. I like Let's that get this started bit. right. Oh, shout out to your what mom, we got? man. She, um. To mama? Yeah, I got the follow on Twitter. Oh, my Lord, bro. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my mom. I was like. Shout out to my mom. At first, I was like, who's this? But then I seen the, um, you know, when you go to somebody's profile and you see the, uh, the followed by description and mm-hmm. the followed by stuff. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, I know who that is. Hey. Yeah, man. That's moms. Shout out to my moms. Uh, Dad, did you send me a tip in? Well, we'll get to it shortly, I guess. Uh, Salim, so I said all of that to say, did you do a rundown? No. I told you. Man, this entire week we've hey, just been I'm, like. Man. I'm gonna be honest with you. I deal with. I had I had four patients on Friday, mm-hmm. and it was probably like the worst thing. It wasn't the worst thing, right? But it was more so like a headache because it was like one. It, it was like one thing, and then they were like, no, 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 and then it became another thing, and I was just like, well, there goes <laughs> my Friday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> things. Like all week, I've had it's been trickle down effects all week. Five to at least twenty to twenty five patients, and then Friday to have only four, and then it still go left. <laughs> that means something's and wrong. I mean, some some was up this week. So some in there. Always check social media because it probably was something that happened this week. You never know, man. Weeks like that, you always got to check and see. Well, I <laughs> I'll say this, Celine. We're gonna use. We're gonna rely on you a lot. Because we're going to need you to give us certain facts. Because oh. I, don't, I don't have my notes either. Oh, something did happen this week. Andre Drummond to the Lakers. Oh, my gosh. We're, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You're not doing that. You're a Laker fan. We're not doing that. You're a LeBron fan, rather. LeBron fan. So, it, and you say that proudly. Anyway, yes, I do. Salim, so I say that to say you're, <laughs> you're going to have to give us specific um just facts about these topics that we're bringing up. We're about to get into Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport. I do want to get into the Final Fours. I do want to talk a little bit about UNLV Volleyball. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? What, what else do I have on here? Well, before we talk about that, I think we need to talk about Center for the Young and Gifted, which will be oh, a tri... Too. What happened? The Raiders, too. You want to talk about the Raiders? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. A Trilingual Early Childhood Education Center. I'm going to read that one more time. Because this is the first time that you've been on the show since I've had this ad. I'm talking about Center for the Young and Gifted, which is a trilingual early childhood education center, which will be teaching English, Spanish, and Mandarin. Just in case you didn't know, Mandarin is the fastest growing business language. Mandarin. So, I, I think like maybe that. we should get into some Mandarin classes. I but was just, I was just going to say that. <laughs> but SIAG will be open for anybody that is six weeks to six years of age. They will serve all of Los Angeles County and its surrounding areas. They are now enrolling for their 2021-2022 school year. Their summer program availability will launch with their new website on Saturday, May 1st. For all of your questions, all of your concerns, all of your suggestions, they can be found at the email of info at cftyag.com. Once again, that email address is info at cftyag.com, Center for the Young and Gifted. Shout out to the director, Tatiana Jordan. What's the word? I like that. What's the word? So, yeah. all right, man, I'm happy that we started with that because it's just it's perfect. 
in terms of the energy that we bring in. Oh, I was going to talk about the MLB as well. Uh, okay. I, I believe I'm talking about the MLB. So, so much has been going on, and there's been so much to just pay attention to. Oh, sorry, guys. I believe we're recording the OD podcast later tonight. I want to say now, if you guys know me, you guys know how to show rocks. We are heavily involved in the culture because we are the culture, clearly. And I'm going to send prayers to DMX. I'm going to leave it there because this is a sports show, and I'm not about, I'm not about to get super emotional. All I'm going to say, get well soon, X, please, please, please. 2021, don't do this. Um, let's talk Same. about Kevin Durant and, and Michael Rappaport. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Now, you guys know we are not regulated by FCC <laughs> uh, Airways. So I'm going to say some things that Kevin Durant said, and I'm going to tell you guys where Kevin Durant should have left it. All right? All right. This is going to be fun. This is going to be really fun. So, in my humble opinion, I think I, I do think Michael Rappaport is funny. However, I have seen him go super hard on people to where I'm like, I don't know if they were in front of you if you would do that. I've seen him do it to Meek. I've seen him do it to NBA players. That's facts. And I just don't know if you're going to hold that same energy. And if you're doing it under the guise of jokes, you might need to take the tone out your voice a little bit. The tone or you need to relax a lot of it. One of the two. Because or the three. How many did we just know, get? Um, <laughs> the two. <laughs> NBA players and me. And, oh, and okay. Rappers. And rappers. You know, like, come on, Michael Rappaport. That's not your. You wouldn't think it's his lane. But see, here's my thing. We are proving we merge lanes. That's the goal. That's However, true. if you merge lanes, you should also know how to operate within those lanes. So I'm just saying you may come at another comedian that way or an actor that way, and they may respond, interviews, do whatever these other, whatever the case may be. Rappers? And athletes? And athletes? They're not really going to try to solve things with their words. Not oftentimes. So it just depends on the way that you're going about it. So I say all that to say I think my rap report is hilarious. However, if he's going at somebody, I can see how they would be like, fam, you would not say that to my face. So I can see it. However, I say all of that to say Kevin Durant should have left it alone at <laughs> whether I agree or not. If Kevin Durant just would have said, you a bitch, Michael Rappaport responded, and then Kevin Durant's next response should have been 10 a.m. catch state. That's it. Leave it at that. <laughs> That's true. He should. Can we pause this for a quick second? Yeah. Do you know that the Instagram first first of first of all, but let me let me get right back to the nitty gritty. <laughs> These are DMs. These are DMs. These are personal DMs that were leaked by Michael Rappaport. Here's the better part. They're from December twenty third of last year. They they've actually had B for years though. And and it's kind of crazy. Like if you if you watch if you watch uh first take, I'm pretty sure you watch first take. I just mentioned I haven't watched it so when long. When Michael Rapport is on there, yes, he is always. And the topic becomes again becomes like with LeBron James or Kevin Durant or you know the top NBA names. He always has some negative to say, and I kind of think this you think is he goes stirring. overboard. To an instance, yeah. I mean, it's 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 to an instance I can see that because I feel like when you call another man soft, 
I feel like you it, know, like you, you, you're calling another man soft, like physically, and then like you're like, <laughs> challenging him on on a sports show. Yeah, yeah. And then when he says something, then it's like, oh, he he ain't got tough skin. KD ain't got tough skin. This is this is what makes this is what makes him different from everybody else. What is that even? What does that mean? For what it's worth, again, I tell people all the time. I've heard people tell me who have interacted with Kobe, long live Bean, and we've all heard things about Kobe's attitude or just arrogance, whatever, whatever, attitude, whatever, whatever. The two piece, <laughs> just all of it. So Kobe, I've heard from people who worked with Kobe. I haven't heard any horrible stories by no means, but I have heard, yeah, if you deal with Kobe on a daily basis or dealt with Kobe on a daily basis, it was up and down. Like, sometimes Kobe would be talkative, and sometimes Kobe is like, why do I have to talk to you today? But <laughs> Yes, literally. But this is like So, a long live Bean, but I say all that to say I, I don't have very many situations with Kobe, but the, the ones that I do – they're amazing. So even the people that tell me like, "Oh, this is how he was," it was it was in and out sometimes. I believe them. I just don't have that experience. So when it comes to Kevin Durant, I haven't seen him a bunch, right? But I've covered him enough. I shouldn't say enough. I've covered well. I've covered him enough to where <laughs> I feel like, at the very least, he's shown us who he is. I told you guys without saying a name, without saying the publication that they work for. I've watched. Kevin Durant get asked questions. I may have asked him a question that he may not have liked, like in terms of maybe you're questioning him about something, leaving OKC, whatever you do. And he'll answer it. Kevin Durant, like everybody else on this planet, he has people that he just does not like. I've seen certain people ask questions, and I've seen KD give a no answer. And when he gives a no answer, I'm like, fam, I just met him the other day. And I didn't low-key say some stuff that I he could look at me and be like, and he could give me that answer, but he doesn't. So I feel like KD does have the ability to talk to a person, and they question him about that 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 pass to Andre Roberson. And what was that, game six against OK against um, Golden State when he was in OKC? Right. We could talk about him leaving OKC. We could talk about him leaving and going to Brooklyn. We could talk about his Achilles injury. Whatever you want to talk about, it seems like he's willing to talk about it. But it seems like once you burn a bridge with KD, it's done, bro. You're not getting that back. That's facts. I think he is. Word. Not all the time. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Did you hear him on Auto Smoke when they was like, so since you got caught, like you you done with it? He was like, oh yeah, nah, I'm still gonna use it. And I was like, he said, oh yeah, nah, <laughs> hell no, nah, I'm still using that. I'm getting like, that off. My thing with KD is like we didn't expect stuff with Michael Rappaport. I mean, I don't like Michael Rappaport. I mean, really? Things like with the Jesus Curry deal, he's more like he escalates things. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. True. I didn't. I, and Michael Rashford's 51. I saw Kevin Durant like sometimes I'm just like, sure, man. Like, That's why the, the messages that I left out, I clearly left out probably the longest message, but it was probably the most vulgar. And when I read it, 
I felt weird as a 26-year-old man reading it, and I was like, fam, I felt like I was in high school. Yeah, and I was just like, Katie, you don't, you just trying to hurt his feelings. I just didn't like that response. That's why I said if he just started it with that opening line and then said 10 a.m. catch steak. Because, fam, what are you going to do? If you don't show up at 10 a.m. at catch steak, I, t- I have nothing else to say. I have nothing else to say. And my whole thing is, whatever, Celine, what have we talked about before? I get so interested when I see reporters shy away from confrontation. My only response is, do you think you're going to come to blows with this person? If you've said something that is beyond the realm of journalism, then you might. If you know that you're doing your job, what are you afraid of confrontation for? So if I'm Michael Rappaport and I feel like I ain't doing nothing wrong, you know what I would have did? I wouldn't have said nothing back to KD. I would have showed up and been on Instagram Live at 10 a.m. at Catch Steak. <laughs> we here. KD, where are you, brother? What's going down? And it would have been funny because KD's not there. And even if KD is, he's, what is he doing? You think KD about to go outside and square up no. in some fear of God sweats? Like, no, no, no he's not. <laughs> no. no, he's not. <laughs> and some off-white jays. Like, what are we, what are we talking about, bro? No, he's not. He's not. He finishing out his security. So guard. what was this for? And like I said, and as much as we want to say that we're getting on, on Kevin Durant for saying what he said, I'm getting on Michael Rappaport. This was a DM, bro. We're That's grown right. men. Why are you showing the world? A good point. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it sounded like. You know what it? <laughs> you know what it reminded me of when I, with the message that I'm leaving out, the longest message, the one that was probably the most vulgar. It reminds me. It reminds me of when you doing. I know you know this. I know you know this. When your granny, please don't get mad at this. Mom, please don't get mad at this. If your granny or your mom leave the house. And you know you, but you give your little cousins the opportunity to cuss, or your little brothers the opportunity to cuss, your little sisters the opportunity to cuss, and they just be saying, they just be putting curse words together, and you be looking at them like, you don't even have a reason for saying it. You yeah. just doing it. You just doing it to do it. <laughs> it was just putting curse words together, and I'm like, fam, nah, what are we doing? Nah, think about Honestly, it. Michael Rappaport is way funnier than getting letting Kevin Durant off the hook with those bars. Michael Rappaport should have flamed him. Okay. That's why I was like, maybe Ma- Michael Rappaport already burned a bridge. There's with one thing he could have responded with jokes. Here. There's one thing we're missing here. What we missing? He broke the bro code. He showed the world. He you showed the world. Do that. He showed the world. You don't do that. I I gotta lose respect for you because if uh, okay say for instance say kevin Durant wants to tell him yo i'm going to i'm, I'm doing this i'm going to this team do, 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 do. word word you gonna put it out there you did not you, you not trusting nope. ivy did ivy did damn okay nope. ivy did shout out to ivy rose no nope. i was standing next to Miller, and you guys know if i tell my ai story you guys already know my ai story when he was with the denver nuggets when i was in high school that's when i first met Miller. So I don't know if Melo remembers, but the times that I've seen Melo since, it's always been like, it's just, it's cool. It's just always just love. I'm standing next to Melo at USA Basketball. This is maybe two years ago. Somebody walked up, shook Melo's hand, and said, good luck in Houston. And Melo looked at me and looked at him and was like, fam. 
and he walked away. And I started laughing. And Melo looked at me and was like, damn. Like, it's not yeah, people around. Like, it, like that's, that's bro. And I was just man. like, damn, bro. And, of course, the next day, I don't think they planned on it. But the next day, it was out. I'm pretty sure because everybody heard it on the floor. Everybody it was coming out. So hey, it's just I don't know, man. It's that, just that reminds me of the D'Lo, <laughs> the D'Lo trade. Everybody was saying Mike, Mike, what was it, Michael D'Lo Rappaport, D'loading Rappaport. Like they, they did a <laughs> lot. They did a, they had fun with this. They had fun with this. I, I think we've had enough fun. But Michael Rappaport, bro, you broke code, man. Broke. Everybody don't follow it. They're, they're both black. I can see. And then he's he's upset. What, how would but see? And this KD is where I'm a little off on it. This is where I'm a little, and all she's all he said was she's ashamed of you. That's hilarious. Whether it's true or not, it's funny. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong for saying it, but I think it's funny. I don't even know Michael Rappaport. I've never seen her. I didn't even know Michael Rappaport was married. I'm gonna keep it a bean. But for him to get upset what if, like that, what for that? Did he call his lawyer behind that comment? Like I just want to know what he called his lawyer for. Is it the 10 a.m. catch state? It might have been the spit in the face. Thing. I, I I think it was. I, I think him calling the lawyer was like. It was, it was like a protecting thing. Like, I'm about to sue Protecting him. for what? He really think KD going to, like, going to, all right, all right. In the NBA. My whole thing is KD is seven feet tall. You think KD going to walk up and just and put his, and steal on somebody? No. I just don't get it. So, of course, if my whole thing is, never mind. I'm not going to incriminate In nobody. NBA, never mind. Y'all going to find Kevin Durant. I was so sick. Come on, man. I, you got to. Nah, we're not on, doing man. it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got it. Time out. Man. And I'm off of this after this. Doesn't Michael Rappaport do the reporter the reporting for the uh, big three? Yes. He should be fined as well. And I'm going to leave it at that. Let's move on. Celine, where are we going? Let's do it. Uh, thank you for doing that. Perfect timing. Melo. Um, Jerry Colangelo steps down. Guys, I have chills going through my body right now. I've told you guys, I don't get nervous. You guys have seen me in front of Coach Pop. I'll get my questions off. I don't care. No disrespect to Coach Pop. Not like that. Love Coach Pop. I was in the same room with Coach K and couldn't walk up. Couldn't do it. I didn't have it in me. Jerry Colangelo was on that same level. What do you want me to say to him? Coach K is a different level. I walked up to Jerry West. I seen Coach K and and Jerry Colangelo and froze, fam. I have chills. I don't know what it is. And that's what that's what we're going to get back to next. Can we talk about Jerry for a split second? I don't know if you guys have anything on Jerry. But when you look at USA basketball's history, when you look at his imprint. For instance, I, I know I'm kind of bringing together college coaches, but Roy Williams retired. Shout yes. out to Roy Williams. That one to me was shocking. It was very shocking. However, do we think he's done coaching? Um, not unless he gets an NBA offer. I don't think he's going to the NBA. This is why I'm saying it when I'm saying it. Jim Beheim coaches on Team USA. Steve Kerr teaches on or teaches coaches on Team USA. Lloyd Pierce coaches on Team USA. Are you telling me that Roy Williams can't? I just think he won't. I'm just asking. I just eat. I follow a few young Heat fans who are like super fans, like dedicated to the team, follow year round. Yes, sir. Since the league hasn't got announced on April 1st, no disrespect. 
Right. Right. Well, honestly, man, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think that we're going to look at Coach Roy Williams and say that he can't coach basketball or he forgot how to coach basketball. But I, I think for me last year when he – it was Cole Anthony's team last year, yeah. When they turned out, when that season turned out the way that it was, and they asked him, similar to what TJ was asked, do you think that this team is better than a, what was it, quarterfinal finish? And TJ said everything except for yes. They, Roy did them a step, went a step further. When they asked him about his team's talent, he said, maybe we're not that good. How? Recruiting? Okay. I don't know, man. But I mean, I just mentioned Cole I, Anthony. I it's not I like he's. I can't say that. Like he strikes out every. I don't, I don't every think year. his recruiting wasn't right. It, it's not. It's not really the recruiting. It's technically the players buying in. Um, because you gotta think about it, man. There's, it, if you look at a lot of college, a lot of college teams. I'm gonna give you an example. Gonzaga. Suggs is probably one out of a hundred players. On the ESPN 100, and you probably ain't gonna get another player like that. But you gotta have a player that buys in to the system, like he does. I get what you mean, though. I get what you mean. Like, it, it, it can't be like, yo, it can't be, it can't just be his recruiting class, because obviously he believes in these players for them to be there. Right. That 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 would be my only thing with the recruiting class. I just think it's more so. Um, they just weren't buying into the system as his previous teams were. You might be onto something. I'm he, listening. Granted, Cole Anthony was there for a season. You know, like Nasir Little was there for a season after not having the best freshman year, and he went to Portland, and we don't see Nas very much. Kobe White. I love Kobe White, and we're not gonna do that. Kobe, I think Kobe's gonna be a star. I do. True. And he's still going to be a good NBA player. So I, I bring up Roy Williams. And I know people are like, what the hell does we started with Jerry Colangelo? So I say all of that to say, you know how you can see a bunch of different pieces moving. Like, for instance, uh, Jay-Z. We talk about Ace of Space. We talk about uh, uh, title, all the different moves. So when you see Jay making a lot of different small moves, it's like, oh, it's a bigger play coming. You already know, right? So over the last two years, Coach K has literally slowly integrated Coach Pop into taking his seat with Team USA. Coach Pop at the same time has been simultaneously molding Becky Hammond. It looks like to take his seat in San Antonio. Jerry Colangelo steps down. That was the curveball for me. You mentioned it right now. We'll get into Grand Hill. Grand Hill is going to step in. So when I mention these different coaches, are we seeing the transition for you from USA basketball to now our kids, our generation of kids? We'll talk about this next regime, the way that we talked about Jerry Colangelo and Coach K's. Speculation here. All speculation. I don't know anything. I'm just asking. Because when you see a lot of small moves being made, it's all revolving around Team USA or USA basketball. I don't want to say all because, again, another opportunity can always open up. If you're Roy Williams after 33 years – are you talking about Roy or talking about just in, in general? In general. In, okay, never mind. I'm not going to keep it Roy then. In, in general, like, 
I don't. I, I just think you know something new is coming. Like obviously, um, who's that? Who's the coach? Like right uh, now, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. There For was Team a coach USA? That, no, there was a coach that just signed a contract, a lifetime contract. Bill Self, Kansas. Kansas. You love the Rock Chalk Jayhawks, and then you can never say their name when you're in front of a camera. I don't know what it is. It might be stage fright. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Stage fright. Shout out to Demetria Obalor, I can't, I can't, who was a Kansas product. I can't sit here and be like, Kansas this, Kansas that, because every time I do that, everybody be like, oh, Duke. <laughs> Shut up. We're not doing that. <laughs> so, Grant Hill. Grant Hill gets his shot. I was excited about Grant Hill getting his shot. Was anybody else shocked, though? Okay, maybe y'all got something I'm, that I'm not I don't shocked know. Because if you if you really look at it, all the a lot of NBA players are really starting to get involved. No, I I like, agree, I agree. I'm, I'm. Did we hear any speculation, any rumblings that about Grant Hill wanting to go into any executive role? Executive, uh, I think with Phoenix, maybe. With Phoenix. Well, yeah, with Phoenix, like. As far as like NBA, like USA basketball, that I. Uh, I'll put it this way. I'm not Grant Hill. <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy. I'm not saying that you're not deserving of the job. I'm I'm super excited. I think he's gonna do great things with oh, it. I get what you about to However, about to go. I'm just saying we knew people who like wanted to do it. For instance, I'm not saying USA, but for instance, we've heard Chauncey Billups' name brought up in head coaching and a lot of different things. If they said Chauncey Billups was taking over for Jerry Colangelo, uh, excuse me, I feel like a lot of us would have been a little less shocked. The fact that it's Grand Hill, I'm just, it, I'm, I'm happy, but it just sideswiped me. I saw it and was like, good for him. When did he start doing this? <laughs> Great for him. I just he, didn't know when he started doing this. He Grant Hill knows basketball. Yeah, he's he's been trying to get his shot. So has Chauncey. So Chauncey got his shot. Now Grant Hill's getting his. So it's it's. I get what you're saying though. Like you. I'm just saying. I think like, like I said. If, I think if it was if it was Chauncey because Chauncey's been having. We've like, heard his name a couple heard of his times. Name a couple of times and he's on the coach. If it was Doc Rivers with, with the with the Clippers now, but we've heard his name rumble around. Yeah. So I get what you mean. But Grant Hill, we've only heard his name rumble like years ago. That is true. And like I said, so shout out to Salim for even knowing it exactly with me. The only thing I could think about in terms of his potential, in terms of even giving people the idea that he wanted to go into executive role, was post-career, and that was Phoenix. I didn't hear much else after that. I didn't hear anything in Orlando. I don't know if but you guys heard anything else. No, but this is a good start. Yes, this is a hell of a start. This is this is something to – this might be it. <laughs> this might be. <laughs> this might be the the. This might be break. the cake. Yeah. yeah. This might be make or break. You if he see. succeeds at this, I may not want to go to the NBA for what? I'm international. Why would I want to? <laughs> why would I want to go and do that? Um, shout that to Ti. Um, where are we at? Can we keep bas- Can we keep talking basketball? What do we have? Actually, we have what twenty minutes. So let's not do that. Can you tell us about the new law in Georgia, the voting law? In Georgia. Can you look that up for me? Because, Salim, while you do that. Oh, that's that. No, you're good. Okay, that's the thing I've seen. How about it? Oh, so I want, you to, I want you to read off some of the stuff that's listed. You can, you can go ahead and take over. 
Oh no, I was just gonna talk about uh, the baseball, um, the MLB oh, yeah, thing, and that's what I was gonna yeah. do too. So let's let Celine pull it up, and Salima go ahead and uh, yes, sir. I have to be honored in order to say Kansas on this mic. I had to be like Jayhawks all the way. Jay, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But I can't. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You know what? The more and more that, you, like I said, every time you say it, the only person that I think of is Demetria Obalor because. Her Twitter, her Instagram, whatever it is, she'll randomly be in the middle of something, and she'll have a random post, and it'd be like, "Oh yeah, don't forget, rock chalk," <laughs> and it'd be like, "What are you? What, le- hey, leave us alone. Relax. We know where you went." But can, can you I love the pride in the school. A lifetime man. contract. So after every year, another year adds up. Another year is added on to that contract. Hey, absolutely. That is crazy. What you want me to do? So. Again, <laughs> I just never heard. I'm not talking about Kansas no more, Duna. No, I'm just saying, like, contract wise for coaches. Like, yes, I just never understood. Not, I ain't even gonna say understood. I, I just never <laughs> knew that that could be possible with a coach. I knew it could be possible with an athlete. And you, Prime it example, should LeBron, be. He got a lifetime deal with Nike, yes. so it doesn't matter what he do. He can retire and still get because he got a lifetime contract. But for you to have it as a coach, this. First of all, can we address the main thing that's important in this? He can't be fired amid NCAA investigations. Man. What does that mean? If you tell me that no matter what I do, no matter what I, I do, don't get fired, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm here for life until I feel like I, I, I got to be wrong with that. I got to be wrong with that. Please, can we write that down for Wednesday and come back and analyze this Bill Self lifetime contract? Because that can't be right. It can't be. It, we'll get to it. That, Do we I have the Atlanta, like, the Atlanta yeah, so rules up, <laughs> laws up? Yeah. I'm trying not to get in trouble. Keep in mind, this is in Georgia, and we just seen what happened with Kelly Loeffler. So I can prove I'm a human and I still can't vote? <laughs> A hundred percent. Georgia is. Uh, January yeah. Was Thank you for saying that. So it's Atlanta. Specifically. Yeah, specifically well, Atlanta. No, I think you're talking about MLB. But for the for what the next topic was, it was all of Georgia in terms of those laws. But okay, the yeah, Atlanta. That's, yeah, that's what I was asking. It was all of Georgia. Yeah, it's all Georgia. All right. The Atlanta. I'm gonna say Falcon. Excuse me. The Atlanta Braves were supposed to host. The um, All-Star. MLB All Star Game that has been taken go- taken away. Um, let's stop. Good decision by the MLB. You know, yes. Yeah, I like it. And I'm going to say this: it goes to show you how the world is evolving and changing. How so? Talk to me. Everybody knows that the MLB is a different stature of a sport. True. It's a different stature of a league. 
You know, you, you got sure. the NFL, you got the MLB, and you got the NBA. Everybody loves the NBA because of what they do for the world. I think I see players. where you're going. Now, the NFL, everybody questions what they do and how they do it for their players. Right. But for the MLB, as big as they are, as... White as they are, let's call it what it is. They have made changes that are beyond my my thought process in the last few years. So how much love are we giving to Rod Manfred? Not that much. Fam, all right, I love this team, bro. I love this team. I'm not Because even though the MLB has been making progress, I feel like he's been, like, last to the party still. And it's his league. I'm – and – and this is where this is where they start bringing in other people, which is why LeBron James is uh, being a part owner of the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I can say that. Whoa, whoa. No, See, it's just um, the, it's the Bron fandom for me. I can't. <laughs> no, you man, gotta I've been relax. A Red Sox fan for a minute, Big Poppy. Um, but anyways, makes it worse. We just keep we going. Do that. We keep going. That. But for for them to bring on another uh, an uh, athlete, a businessman that's African American. And be able to talk business on how to be able to do things with the league, that shows. So you're thinking importance. baseball in general is just they're they're slowly catching up with the times. Just yes, they're so slowly catching up. But I guarantee you they'll eventually pass up the NFL. Mm. Say that again. The MLB will slowly pass up the NFL. Write down forty two forty, please. Write down forty two forty. That's a clip that I think I want to I want to make sure we get. Alex, shout out to Alex White. Um, shout out to Kobe Rich, who's not here on a Sunday. Shout out to Kobe Rich. Definitely oh. at her at her Easter Sunday service. So we appreciate you as always for holding us I down. Had that this morning. Shout out. I was playing that Kirk Franklin too. Um. <laughs> Blessings. <laughs> um. So. <sighs> all right, man. That's just my thought process on I, on what on, ha- on what transpired. With and what that. has been, yeah. So I'm kind of just thinking, like, the MLB will soon, like, start following in, di- in the same direction. As All right, so does that say more about the N- – excuse me, does that say more about the NFL or does it say more about the MLB? Take that back. Does it say more about the MLB or less about the NFL? Oh, that's a good question. It says more about – I'm going to say it says more about the MLB. How so? Because the NFL has already attempted to make their change when the the MLB just started. Okay. So for them to start significantly after. And this has changed, uh, like, okay, the NBA, we all know in 2017 Charlotte was supposed to host the All-Star game. Yep. Mm-hmm. In 2019, they got to have their game. So, it, it, you know, it has changed behavior, at least in that aspect. So do we give Georgia a year, or do we anticipate Georgia being the hard-headed state that doesn't want to do it? I think Georgia right now, because it says here 200,000 Georgia voters or eligible Georgia voters do not have driver's licenses or state IDs. Wow. Wait, say that one more time. Twenty. 200,000. 200, 200, 
of course. Uh, minorities. Yeah. More of course. So this would essentially restrict their voting rights even more. They're cracking down on absentee, absentee ballots. We saw in the election, Trump got off with a head start because of the in-person voting with COVID. And then at the end, it started to swing the other way because typically Democrats uh, mailed in. Absolutely. They're taking away early, uh, early voting boxes. People are trying to make like it's. This doesn't just happen like as a one-time thing. This continues on and on until. So you just mentioned it. If it's the new Jim Crow 2.0, or is it, that's what the AP is calling it, or questioning it rather. Because yeah, I don't want. I don't want to put it on them. People have called it uh, Jim Crow 2.0. And that's the exact. Okay, so if that's the case, I have two questions. Do we believe you don't? You, I'm, I'm gonna ask both. Do we believe that Georgia will turn over their law, similar to what I just said before, and now they'll get their All Star game? Let's say two years from now. However, if that answer is yes, what does that say about the power of sports, and should we be discussed it? Can you give me those numbers one more time? You know what? You know what I'm going to say to this? What you got for Georgia's going to be like... Um, Georgia's going to be the middle child <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not the middle. I'm the baby. <laughs> so Me too. I have Shout that, out. I have that luxury. But Georgia's going to be the middle child. They're going to look at everybody else, at, like, when things are getting way better, and they're hmm. going to, like, plead for, plead for help, plead for ways to help change what's going on and unfortunately they're going to be just losing out every single time um i probably would give georgia a year maybe two that's what i was gonna say just to see if they'll change um our residential florida man is a pessimist you guys know that i'm going to say this though sports does have its way in the world because athletes are human too regardless of what sport NASCAR, foosball, tennis. I think here's the deal too, and this is the this is I, I get your point, and I think here's the issue we continue to run into. Remember when Jimmy Butler was in a bubble and he wanted to play without a name on the back of his jersey because he wanted everybody to realize when he goes outside, he's not Jimmy Butler, he's a black male. 
like regardless oh, of everything. I think what people need to realize is, I think what people need to realize too, and the thing that I'm gonna slightly alter with what you said, the thing I'm gonna slightly alter is, I think we know that players are human too. I think similar to what Salim just said, the people who don't have licenses, the people who don't, uh, the people who are poor by, by society standards, those are the people that I think we need to continue to let legislation know matters. We know that these players that are bringing in billions of dollars matter. You show us that they matter. You show us that the other group doesn't. That's the problem. I, I, mean, I like that. Of course it is because yeah. there's people with good morality in their heart. Like Everybody doesn't have it, though. That doesn't make any sense. Mm. And a lot of voting rights are restricted. Places like Alabama, places like Mississippi, Florida. And for what it's worth, you guys know before, I, I have no problem being open and just in terms of my situation. But when I came out here for my UNOV journey, originally me and my uh, girlfriend at the time, we had kind of narrowed it down to two schools, and it was that in Tuskegee. And ultimately, we were like, we opted to choose UNOV clearly over Tuskegee. And our only takeaway was that we weren't going to school in Alabama in a Trump America wasn't going to happen. I wasn't doing it when 45 was president. With the way that I run my affairs, wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked is all I'm going to say. Because I'm not changing. Yeah, so <laughs> what's, yeah, what I, happens now? I, I wasn't long. I, I had some schools on my list to go down south to, but nah. Texas Southern was the only one that I was like, I deal with it. Um, <laughs> All right. A, a Grambling so, was probably my only one. <laughs> yes, Grambling too. Shout out to Prairie View A and M. Shout out to Grambling. Let me shout out to a lot of these other schools that reached out. Clark Atlanta, thank you. Famu, I'm gonna leave it there. Love oh. you guys. Famu was the. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. No, because Dean Sanders is doing an amazing job over at there. Jackson State. At shout Jackson out to. Pause State. everything. Pause everything. I'm glad you. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad you said something because Jackson State, man. Shout out to Dion Sanders, bro. Are we surprised? Last question before we get into this, because we're talking about school, so I need to get to my ad right now. Are we surprised? About how everything's changing? Yeah. For I didn't think Deion Sanders was going to be a bad football coach, but is it crazy to say that and still say that I'm surprised? <laughs> Bless. Uh, I haven't seen a Deion Sanders hiccup yet. May maybe because of how he is. But I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say no, because I just like De Deion is like, he really wants some ball players, some players that's really going to that love to play football. And that's the hardest thing to get. That's the hardest thing to get nowadays in any sport is somebody that really has the passion to uh, the passion to play the sport. You know what else is really hard to get? Your kids in a good school. And that's hopefully what Center for the Young and Gifted is trying to change because they are now enrolling for the 2021-2022 school year. Their summer program availability will launch with their new website on Saturday, May 1st. Again, that is will launch on Saturday, May 1st. Um, I like the way you, you put that in there. You bro, you got to you gotta just get comfortable with it. You know, I just, that was you a know. really good transition. I'm trying. Once we kept talking about schools, I was like, keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, I did. <laughs> that, was nice. that was nice. Let's talk about schools. So we got like eight. I keep kicking this mic stand. I might do the second hour without this mic stand because I keep kicking it. 
Listen, I keep hitting my knees, so you're not the only one. That's true. I got to put my leg all the Shout way out. Shout out to Ray Cools from the Westgate. Shout out to Jay Cornegay. Um, shout out to Don Raw. Shout out to Gordon Prouty. Just in a, it's just shout out some of the sponsors. We might as well. We are here shout in the clubhouse. What's up? Said shout out to all the sponsors. All the sponsors. If my skin is clear, shout out to Emmy Cherie's Topicals. Um, am I wearing anything? From, I'm wearing Westgate right now. If my beard is full, shout out to my beard. It's just been growing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say. Never mind. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. We 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 go through the same struggles. It's fine. Don't worry shout about out it. To the earrings. <laughs> I got those during my, my homeboy's wedding. And this is what happens when you just lose control of the show. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens when we're trying to when we're trying to close the first hour of the show and we know that we have final four conversations to talk about. We know are, do we have to talk about UNLV basketball? No. Oh wait, I lied. We have to. Did we talk about Bryce last time? No, right? Bryce? Bryce? Yeah. Damn, we did talk about Bryce on yeah. Wednesday. Okay, so we already did that. So no UNLV basketball today, only UNLV volleyball and Final Four in the second hour. Let's do it. National title games? Yeah? Yep. All right, I think we can do that. So, guys, we're about to wrap up. We'll be right back at 1.30, and we will give you guys a second hour of Talk That Talk. What are we wrapping up? Final Four, previewing the national title games. And I want to talk about probably my favorite team on the UNLV campus. And I don't really care how you guys feel about it. Stay tuned. Talk That Talk radio show records live from the West Gate, Las Vegas Resort and Casino, from the largest sewer book in the world for over 50 years. Formerly known as the largest hotel in the world for nearly a decade, the West Gate, Las Vegas Resort and Casino is located at 3000 Paradise Road, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89109. Hour two. Yo. What you got? You know what I got? What you got? Five Last on night. Uh. Oh, five what? I said five on it. I don't know. Oh, I would say I got it. five. Oh, never mind. Okay. We can do five on it. <laughs> Continue. Last night. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't even gonna say last night because that wasn't that that wasn't the only good game yesterday. Okay. Are we talking men or women's? We're talking both. Okay, talk to me. I'm with it. Okay. We're about to just jump into the fire. I get it. Yes, we're going straight to the fire because Arizona, Arizona's McDonald. <sighs> Can we get can we get her full name, please, Celine? Arizona, the women's basketball team. Women's basketball. Yeah, women's basketball. Because Arizona is bad enough for men's final Um, four. I can't think of her first name. Uh, Ariane McDonald. Ariane McDonald. There Ariane we go. McDonald. All right. She scored ten points with like three minutes left in the first half, going into the halftime hmm. to take the lead. Hmm. Fire. Hmm. So can we talk a little bit about that game? Arizona beat – first of all, can we start with Paige? Um, what page you want to start with? Because, like I said, man, we, th- this is – this right here was a – this was a fire game. Then, that and – I want to start with Connecticut's page. I want to start with Paige Buckers. South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina and Stanford. Yes, South Carolina Stanford. So, I want to talk Arizona-Connecticut. Uh, even as a freshman, everybody expected Paige to – um, to dominate, to do what she's doing, to literally be national college player of the year. Here's the deal. From everything that we've learned from her, and that's what's so interesting about social media, we've watched her high school climb and just things of that nature. I know it gets talked about a lot in terms of individual uh, accolades and team accolades. 
How much does Paige truthfully not care about that college player of the year after losing in the Final Four? She doesn't care at all. That's not the one you want. That's not the one you play for. I hate to say it, but I feel like we may hear this story 10, 15 years down the line. I don't know if Paige is going to put that award up until she wins one. Yeah, I can give you that. Because I wouldn't. She strikes me as one of those. I'm going to leave that in the box until my mantle has what I want in the middle of it. And that's that's not it. that's, That's what you would want. That's, so that's how you want to. That's that's how you want to be as an athlete. You should. So I say all of that to say. Connecticut is Connecticut, right? Always. See, every and because year. you say always every year, I believe. I hope I'm not pronouncing her name wrong. Whether it's Ida or Ida, I'm sorry, but Coach Barnes, Arizona's head coach. Was was very vocal after the after the win. Had a team huddle. You saw middle fingers. You saw, or you heard her say, "F everybody. F everybody that doesn't believe in us because we believe in us." Can I can I get can I get to the, can I get to it? Can I say something that people are probably gonna kill me for? I don't think they're gonna kill you for it. But I'm listening. Is the only reason why we care about what was said in that pregame or that postgame huddle because she a woman? Because she's a woman? Because I can't think of another reason. Because as a person who's played sports, I didn't hear coaches say way worse. That's a T-bomb. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's a T-bomb. That's a T-bomb right there. Do you know how many times I've had coaches tell me, fuck everybody that doesn't believe in us, fuck everybody that's not in this locker room? We get told that on a daily basis. So are we mad because we saw it, or are we mad because she's a woman? Mad because she's a woman who is very into the moment that she's had with her players. Do people not get that? I hope she do it on a national championship and stage I'm, if they win. Did you see her post-conference? Yes. Yes, I would and not I stand by it. And stand by it. And I stand by it. And I'm I'm right there with you too. Don't apologize for what you said. Fam, what am I apologizing for? For having a moment with my team? Back the damn camera. Up. That's 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 not Back that's, the camera. That's up. their problem. Do you, do you know how many times another team's probably said something and the camera ain't catch it? No <laughs> all the time. All the time. Time <laughs> out. Okay, we're not gonna get into this podcast <laughs> conversation here. But we've talked about literally we we're on we're on the floor. We're 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 listening to these conversations. We didn't heard plenty of things on basketball courts where we just be like, fam. Hey, and then look at the camera. If oh. this was not a sanctioned <laughs> game, like if this was a park, you would fight. Like y'all would fight right now. If hey. this was a park, everybody would move. Facts. That should be see this. I wish this was a podcast because <laughs> I would have found some title in there. Because yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. You're either gonna see somebody's best or their worst. We know all the great things about competition, but uh, man, like it'll it'll really bring like a, a part of you out that you look back on like, it depends. Okay, first of all, it depends in the moment. I'm going to give you a great example. Okay, give it to me. And y'all can see, yeah, y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen plenty of videos of him saying saying it all the time. Uh-oh. Tom Brady says, let's fucking go all every the time. single time, especially in games 
Nobody says anything. He says it to referees. <laughs> he says it to referees. He says it to, to the other players. Brady's a good Nobody player. says anything right. to Tom Brady. Yes. And yes. get called passionate. Yeah, yeah, he's called passionate. Called passionate. I'm not going to hold you. Let Jalen Hurts have one frustrated moment on the sideline, and they're going to call him a crybaby. That's it. I just want the whole and world to know. And they're going to try to replace him. Yes, quickly. They're going to say that Carson Wentz should have been starting. They're just He shouldn't have been traded. So, Everything. This is what I'm saying. It's in the moment. It's a passionate moment. Her players are moving on. Her uh, team. Of, of being passionate. And then, like, after, like, we all remember when the 20, what was it, when Draymond called LeBron. Oh, Yeah. 2016. Yeah. They're cool. They're actually he, boys. Like, he has a contract. Prime example that everybody don't react to this to shit the same way. KD heard you're a bitch and was like, fam, say less. Yeah, like say less. <laughs> no more words need to be said. Yes. He he hit sin. Confirm. He said I'm out of here. That's probably one person you don't want to get on that bad side though. Who? It's Brons. Katie and Jim. Bron- why? I'm not saying I want to, but why? That like I don't know. Like I'm. I'm not trying to be like like I get yeah I'm a Bron fan but like I'm just gonna put it out there. Oh, cause he controls so much. Yes. Okay, no, no, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It's just like what Pat Beverly said. If Bron wants to play in this damn bubble, the rest of the league can say we're not playing. If Bron says we're playing, we're we're playing. He's a he's a wizard, yes. bro. He's like an elephant. Like, he doesn't forget. It's a video game. Ever. He'll never forget. Yes. I've had somebody who sat in the room with Brian, and all that I will say is that the person told me that Brian is a great listener. And that's what was so interesting to me. They told me that Brian repeats what was said to him before he gives his analysis on the situation. And I just think that that says so much about Brian as a man, as a businessman, as a family man, just all types. Of that. that makes a lot of sense. Or in the first quarter, and he'll tell you what happened from 12 minutes to 8 minutes. From the subsequent first quarter in the game in 2006. Or, yeah, yeah, this Like, his memory is crazy. I can't get with the sequence. Like, I'm fine with the you remembering what happened in 06. <laughs> it could be it could be traumatic. When you tell me, okay, JR shot the corner three, Tristan got the rebound, and went off of his knee, Jalen Brown inbounded the ball, Jason Tatum, he came down, he set the screen, he made the three. I came down, and I'm like, why do you know that? And then the craziest part, we talk about social media, when Bron is talking, and I love everybody on Twitter, when they put the game in the picture and picture next to him, and Bron is just narrating. It's, it's just narrating. It's, and I'm like, crazy. is he watching this, or is this from this <laughs> man's brain? Because if he remembers that, that's nuts. Which is interesting. I'm not mad at you.
the IQ. He has, I think, in my opinion, the best basketball IQ ever. Yes. It'd be hard for anybody to argue with you, brother. Wait, 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 wait. What are we basing that off of? Because I kind of want to play. I kind of want to play. I kind of want to play a game now. Is he the best memory? And and if you guys are watching on Instagram live, I'm pointing at Bron on the wall. So is Bron the best IQ-wise because he has the best talents to go with it? Because Chris Paul's is up there. Rondo's is up there. Draymond's is up there for what it's worth. I'm, I'm going to say, with him being not a point guard. Yeah, but he is. He's a six eight point guard. I mean, but he's that's six not eight two fifty. Nat- but you just listed two natural point guards. True, true, true. So that's why it makes him the best. Yes. Okay. Because okay. he's at he's he's at different positions, and he's like setting people up. Like you're supposed to be here. You're supposed Damn. to. If you watch the Iman, Iman Shumper is a. If I you watch his, it. if you watch that, uh, he had an interview. Um, I forget the name that he he had the interview with. I but think he did it with Vlad, video, and we won't say that no more. Um, what? I oh. said I said the person who he did it with, and I said we will not say that name anymore. Okay, but uh, that that video, I see it all the time on Twitter, and I just go and watch it because I can tell Iman Shumpert is sitting here like, dude, on like on the court, you're He's crazy. Stuck. He's stuck. He's stuck. And Iman Shumper might be one of the best storytellers, if not the best storyteller in the NBA. No, take that back. Magic Johnson. Scratch everything else. Magic Johnson is number one. <laughs> Iman might be two. But Magic is one. Um, hell, Steven Jackson tells some pretty good stories, too. Anyway, random is all hell. But um, let's, let's do this. Oh, I said we're getting but back to college basketball Yeah, now. I just feel like so they got a, a, another thing, too, is the NCAA already started off bad. When they gave the woman hmm. not enough equipment to practice, hmm. when they didn't give them enough supplies for the March Madness tournament, when they made it just as when they when they did the same thing the men did, make it there. So it kind of is like I'm not a woman, you know what I'm saying, but it's like a shot in their face of like, okay, you guys still don't deserve it. Let's give it, give it all to the men. The men are earning Can it, and you guys aren't. Ooh, it's cold. Yeah. Yes. I believe it was Asia Wilson when she so when she showed their laundry like area. I was like, fam, my laundry area look better than like that. Like that's yeah. nuts. Like, come on, man. They still professionals at the end of the day. They still college players at the end of the day. And this is what I was gonna ask you guys. You guys know that college, that the NCAA in general, they make most of their money if not yeah i think because it lasts so long i'm willing to say i think they make most of their money from march madness even when you talk about college national championships maybe the bcs bowl games maybe that was like a big winner because you combine all the bowl games but between the college football playoff and i think everything else it combined college world series all these different things uh what was it the frozen four all these different things i think march madness is their money maker it lasts for a month and a week. Yeah. It's just the way that it, it's just the, the nature of the land. So for me, I'm looking at it as what's your excuse for them? Because are you going to give them the excuse similar to what we just said about the WNBA? Ad dollars, all of these different things, all these different things. You guys sell March Madness as March Madness. And make money off of it. Because the, the crazy part is, why does it have to be social media 
that has to make a trend setting marker in order for NCAA to give the college the women's college teams an equipment room. Because it's the new law of the land, that's why. And it's very gross, but it's it's the new law of the land. Social media run if you can get a big enough following on social media, you can get sponsored. If you get a big enough following on social media, you can get a record deal. It's if you get a big you don't have to be necessarily even good at what you do anymore. It's gross. I'm just gonna put it that way. It's a very ugly way to live. And to be, first of all. And then not only that, I, I was I was yesterday years old <laughs> when I found out that March Madness, the entity of March Madness, doesn't cover women's basketball. So when you first said it to me, it probably it confused me. So I don't know if it confused anybody else. So, so go to the website and explain it. So because you, once you said that, I was like, hold on, what? When you go to the website, it's it's uh, NCAA.com. But if you put in March Madness into the Google, into the Google uh, tab. And you go and you click. This is what comes up. This is what comes up. Suggs, shot sets up, Gonzaga, Baylor, Baylor clash. Final minutes and full o- OT of Gonzaga, UCLA. Baylor routes to Houston. These are all the men's games that come up. And that was the first three or four slides on the, sh- on the page. Then when you scroll down, it's the same thing. Trending. Just the men's games. Jalen Suggs, hmm. David Mitchell, da- Davion Mitchell, and then the catch-up. They, they got the list of the men's games, none of the women games. They have UCLA and Michigan down there, but they don't have any of the women's Final Four games. Yep, they got dunks of the – they got dunks. They, they got a whole dunk highlight from different players from different schools. But not co- no coverage of the women's teams at all. I don't know, fam. I <laughs> you guys know and I'm their surrounded. Their games are just as good as the men's. I'm surrounded by by women, so I hear these arguments daily. I stand with them. Man, you're sur- I'm surrounded by women. A million percent. Day, like you nah. I thought I was surrounded by women. <laughs> nah, you you got that. <laughs> like, I'll give you that. I'm I'm more like I'm nah, man. <clears throat> I don't I don't roll like that, man. NCAA got to fix that. That's like I said, right. I, don't, I just don't think, especially when you look at the NCAA, I don't think you can say that it's a money situation. Not anymore. I don't think you can it's, do that. It's not a money situation. <coughs> Excuse me. So let's talk about the other one really quick, South Carolina and Stanford. Number one, <laughs> I got to be a homer. UNLV, we, we, we talked about it. We <laughs> yeah, talked about we, it. We talked about and it. And now that it's over. For Stanford, UNLV played a Final Four team. They played the number one team. So I just want to highlight that. But that number one team, that what what did I just say? Uh, But that Final Four team. Yeah, Final Four team. They ranked number one overall. Overall. Let's talk about Stanford. Stanford loses about two points to South Carolina. Did we see the way that that game ended? They won. You said they what? They won. Stanford won. Yes. I mean, um, excuse me, Stanford won. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I said Final Four team. <laughs> national championship team. See, I told you I got it confused. National championship team. UNLV played a national championship team. Did you guys see the way that the game ended for South Carolina? That's what I was trying to say. Yes. In and out. And de- that is so heartbreaking. Do you coach? 
I asked Tyler and Salim last time, and they said uh, they don't. Do you coach? No. As a coach, man, I told you I did one season. I did one season so far, and then COVID hit, and we've been kind of just just out of the loop for now. I coach middle school basketball. We took a a bunch of kids who only played. We have maybe one or two people on the team. I used to coach. I coached for two years. I used to coach. Okay. Flag football, women's. Okay, powder puff. So when (laughs) I said powder puff, and I thought about all types of memories from high school. (laughs) Um, um, Where was I at? Damn. You was talking about uh, your kids about um, when. Coaching. Thank you. Jeez Louise. So (laughs) for coaching, we took maybe two or three kids that actually knew how to play basketball and they were on the team. Everybody else were football players, the girls included. They play football. So you're teaching them the sport, and we made it to the Final Four. And just to see my kids' reaction post-game, it haunted me, bro. It haunted me for the, for the fall. Yeah. And for the winter, like, seasons, I was haunted, bro. I texted our director afterwards, and I told him, like, I've been watching, and you guys laughed at me, but I was very serious. I was watching the 1994 Eastern Conference Finals when the Knicks played the Pacers, and the Knicks ran a play when the game was tied 27-27 to 27 in game one, and it, it baffled me. And I was like, that play was unbelievable. And I put it into my notes, and that's when I texted our director, and I was like, fam, I can't get the image out of my head. Like, I, we have to fix this, bro. Mm. And just from that, seeing the way – can we get her name, please, Salim? Wow. The young lady who missed the final, um, the final shot for South, South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. That, like Salim said, competition brings out the best or the worst in somebody. My dad, my dad always laughs at me because I get this wrong, and he's going to kill me for it. Sports is the ultimate definition, and I'm saying it wrong, but I'm just I'm trying to get to the main point. Sports is the ultimate um, encapsulation of the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And this is from a show that he um, – I don't know if it was the world. I don't know exactly what the show is, but he's going to text me with it soon. And that's what I literally – every time I see last-minute shots like that, and we're going to get to Jalen Suggs in a second as well, that's what – that's literally the phrase that plays in my head. She gets an offensive rebound in front of the basket. How often does your put-back shot go hard off the back of the rim? It's not that often. So her reaction of grabbing her hair and literally going to her knees, and before she could even pick her head up, her face is full of tears. As a coach, when he walked up to her and hugged her, first thing I said was, what do you want me to do? I'm crying too. Aaliyah Boston, thank you. I'm, what do you want me to do? I, I'm going to be honest with you. You describing that play again just gave me chills because, again, as a coach, they were playing for to, to advance to the national title game. Right. I coached in, that, in the title game, and we lost. One of the players dropped the ball in the end zone. Hmm. Dropped down, balling in tears. As like you said, as a coach, what do you do? Because you got to keep a straight face. You got to you. Have you got to tell them they weren't cheated. You got to tell them everything that they that they're going through the motions. You have to be the guy or the the woman that stands there. You have to be the person that stands there, and you're their rock. Yeah, you, you have you, to be. You have you have to let them know. But that next year we went undefeated and 
and you got there that you go. championship. There you but that's go. but that's how you that's how you look at it though, you, it, and it's it's really hard. But to see her in the tears, I felt that pain, I felt that hurt. The Lakers in I'm sorry guys, the Lakers and the um, Clippers are playing right now. The third quarter just started. The Clippers have an 18 point lead. This game has been pretty lopsided since the moment it started. Is this Rajar Rondo's debut with the Clippers? Yes. I believe it is. Okay. Yes it is. Yes it is. So um, the Morris Twins are literally going at it, and I. I don't have very many Keep conversations with the Morris Twins, but I love the fact that when they pl- when they see each other, I just love it. Like I tell people all the time, teammates are one thing, but brothers brothers are completely different. It's, it's smoking the air. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, lo- I love the Twins, bro. The Morris Twins, I, I rock with them heavily. Um, so let's talk about that. We 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 just talked about the the last second miss uh, for South Carolina. It does set up a Stanford and Arizona. Um, Title game. Title game. National title game. <sighs> Where are we leaning, guys? I'm. Mm. Can I can I just grab a bet on here? Do do that. Okay, cool. So, if you're smart, right? I'm not gonna say if you're smart. I'm just gonna say if you're a good better. If well, this is what we, this is what we'll say. I'll precursor this by saying we're not betting people. No, we're but not. But if we were, you should listen to this. Yes. Take Arizona to cover. Stanford's going to score. Stanford is going to do Stanford. You have to know. They're the number one team in the country. But Arizona is a Pac-12 team that isn't a pushover. And it's only five points anyways. It's like four and a half, I believe. It's it's like four and a half. Every time I'm in this Westgate Superbook, and granted, we're in this clubhouse right now. We're in this beautiful clubhouse. Um, I realize that my eyes are not like, – I realize I'm 26 when I sit in here. Because I'll be trying to look at the screen, and I'm just like, fan, I don't know what that says. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't even try because I, I can't see that. On. You said they were like a four-and-a-half favorite uh, Stanford, and I looked at the screen and was like, <laughs> I think that says Red Wings. I think I'm looking at hockey. I don't even know if I'm looking in the right spot. <laughs> they, they are four and a half. They are four and a half. Um, so really quick again, guys. Too we we uh, we didn't do it on the 15, but I do want to go ahead and shout out one of our sponsors of always. As always, shout out to Center for the Young and Gifted Director Tatiana Jordan. Again, their summer availability program, or excuse me, their summer program availability will launch when they launch their website on Saturday, May 1st. Mark your calendars. I know a lot of people back home. They are anxious to see what the school situation is going to be about. And I know that Center for the Young and Gifted is not only going to help with that, but it's going to change the way that we're looking at schools in the future. Like I said before, to to teach three different languages, whether it be – and this is in the curriculum. So this isn't – these aren't electives. This is what will be a part of your curriculum. You will learn English, you will learn Spanish, and you will learn Mandarin. And it is going to change the future. Will it help me see better? You think it will? Yeah. It might make me spell better. I don't know about seeing better. No, I can spell it's, probably it's, it's if it's I go to Siam. It's going to make you see better because if, you, if you're able to see, because like when you actually look at it, the letters look different. So you'll probably be able to. He's trying. Okay. It hurts, <laughs> fam. Like, it hurts. I don't know if it's the lights. I don't know what it is. It hurts to look outside of these, this glass. Uh, but my pick is for Stanford to win the national title. Women's. If you're a UNLV fan, do you, similar to what I always say, don't you want Stanford to win so you lost to the national champion? No. That's not bragging rights. I, it, I disagree. It's bragging rights if you beat them. 
It's not bragging rights if you fam. Him. I don't nah nah nah. <laughs> I don't like that, and I don't like that. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I don't like that. Because when the I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna bring up a, a I'm gonna be a fan. I'm gonna be a homer for a second. I'm gonna bring up the Green Bay Packers. When the Green Bay Packers lost to Carson Palmer's Arizona Cardinals, and we got beat pretty bad. I said, you know what? Watch your mouth. Don't you can you can fix your face. Um. The thing that my dad told me, my dad was like, man, that was a bad game, whatever, whatever. I said it was. I said, but here's the deal, dad. I said, this is what can't happen for me. I said, Cam and the Panthers are going to win next week. I said, they can't kill them. If they kill them, we look worse. Because we got beat by a team that couldn't hold a candle to the team in the next round. And when I tell you that the Carolina Panthers beat the brakes off of the Arizona Cardinals, I don't even bring up that season anymore. For what? <laughs> Who did you guys get eliminated by? So that's my thing. If you're UNLV, don't you want Stanford to win? No, because that's like me being a – because I'm a Baltimore fan, right? That's yeah. like putting Tom Brady back on the Patriots and be like, yeah, yeah I, want, I want Tom Brady to win. No, I kind of do. Because I just lost to him. I kind of do. Let me explain why. Because, fam – for me for me i feel like i do want that because similar to lamar jackson you don't have to do with tom brady in 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 tampa or excuse me in uh, new england anymore however we've talked about this the rest of the league can't say anything to lamar jackson if you coach play or root for kansas city you have a reason to say something to Lamar Jackson. The rest of the league, we can't say anything. Because he has like an 800 win percentage against everybody else that's not named Kansas City. So, yeah, fam, I kind of do. If every time I get to the postseason, I lose to Brady, fam, I lost to the GOAT. What do you want me to say? What if I'm a boxer and my only loss came to Floyd? I'm Canelo Alvarez, bro. I don't give a damn how you feel. I don't. I lost to the GOAT. <laughs> I don't care. And I say all that to say that I got Arizona. <laughs> That's going to be a nice one, man. I got Arizona, man. Oh, man. Arizona. Damn it. That's hilarious. That's going to be Stop crazy. with the Miami fandom. Stop. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get control of the show. All right. We're going to the men's side. Jeez. Do I? Men's. Oh, sounds about right. You're right. Absolutely right. Men's basketball. Men's college so you basketball. Talked about, you talked about the best team or the number one overall team in the women's tournament. Let's talk about the number one overall team in the men's tournament. I'll be honest, guys, and maybe you guys are going to laugh at me. I was out bowling last night, and I watched Jalen Suggs hit that shot, that 30-foot shot. And it was in that moment. Don't laugh at me, guys. Please don't laugh at me. It's going to teach me a lot if you guys laugh at me. It was in that moment that I text Minnesota's own Sam Gordon of the Review Journal. And I said, you know what? You might be right. (laughs) Gonzaga might do it. I didn't believe it until last night. I, I, I just, I thought the magic would run out. And last night was like, they might hold all the magic. He's 
you know he's how, a problem. You know how bro. AD say he's like that? And you know how Kamaru Usman says he's a problem? He's, hey, he's like that. Let's see if I can call Sam Gordon. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't plan for this. I didn't plan for this. And we, we going to – Sam might not answer. He's he, – let's just say this. He's like that. They type you first of all get 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 it um, out. Do what you gotta do. What's can, can I get? Can I get the name of UCLA's guard? Um, I believe his number is two, with the with the dreads. Oh, the big the big hair. Yeah. You got me. You got me. Because oh, I have pause before you get to um the name because I know Salim is looking up the name. Salim, didn't we just bring up? You were on the show. Didn't we just bring up the fact? I think we talked about would you whether you would rather play. Drake or Drexel, who's dominant in their conference, but nobody cares about the conference, or play a team like a Syracuse, who's fifth or sixth in a crazy conference. And everybody said that you would that the team that you want to avoid is a Syracuse team. That's the team. Whatever yeah. team is the middle of the pack of the crazy conference, you I don't want them. I don't want none. Remember when we said if Michigan State or UCLA made a run as the 11 seed, would it surprise would it surprise anybody? And everybody in the room said no. That's it. I just want to pro- highlight that we we know sports. That's UC, it. UCLA got a – they have a college basketball history background. It's a program right Tiger there. Tiger. Tiger Campbell. That's I think it's Tiger Campbell. I think, I think it is. Once okay. you said Tiger, I remember the hair. It's T.Y., yeah. I want to say this. He played ex- exceptional for one. Okay, for two, you tied up the ball game. The only thing is is you got to get back on defense. <laughs> Yes, you do. I I'm pretty sure he got the same talk, but when when Suggs is running full speed and he gets past half court, <laughs> can we just say that's a for what it's worth? Can we give Jalen Suggs a little bit of credit because we don't see very many half court game winners where there's there's hands in the face. Mm-hmm. Steph He's did it against OKC. Devin Hair that is true. Oh Devin Harris did it against who? Was that Dwayne Wade? Watch this. No, I'm about to tell you. <laughs> it was definitely against the. I mean, it was definitely in um, Izod Center at the time when it was the New Jersey Nets. Who did he make that shot against? Because somebody knocked it out of his hand. Derrick Rose did that before too. I was gonna say Derrick Rose did it. Bron did it. D Wade just did it when he was retiring against he the did, Warriors. He did. He did. He did. He did. The uh, Sixers. The Sixers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank. You. Was it Iggy? Uh, let me That's why I thought it was Miami. It might have been Iggy. It's Igu- it's Igudala, I'm telling you. And it's number nine Igudala, isn't it? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, guys, we got action. Guys, we have action. We're gonna see how this goes. You gonna Okay. Go ahead. We're gonna put that. We're gonna put your mic next to it and we'll use this one. Yo, Sam. Sir, I wanted to let you know right now, we started the show at 1230, so we're going until 230. You are live on the show right now. Guys, as I told you guys before, this is Minneapolis' own Sam Gordon. Sam, I text you after Jalen Suggs hit that shot, and I told the guys in the room not to laugh at me. I said, you guys might feel like I was late to the party. I said, but I text Sam the moment that shot went in and said, you know what? You might be right. Listen, man, we're, we're glad to have you. Listen, there is no late to the party. You're at the party, you're joining the party, and we're happy to have you. Um, really, that, I mean, Jalen Suggs, man, it's, it's, you know, he, what, I, what, what do you think?
he's been able to do, not just yesterday, but it's really been the whole season, is he, he's his, not just with his skills, but with his intangibles, he has elevated that Gonzaga team to another level and really set the precedent that at Gonzaga, you can be a one-and-done type player. You can go in there, be a part of that team, be a part of that culture, and have a lot of success, even as a five-star guy in the future top three picks. So everything he showcased yesterday, I think, is kind of an, it epitomizes who he is as a player. Uh, he's a two-way guy. He makes plays on defense. He makes plays on offense. He's unselfish. He looks to make the right basketball play. And, and when in, in big moments, uh, he's always ready to go. And obviously, the, the game-winning shot is, is, of course, the most impressive play. But let's let's take it back to the end of the regular end of regulation. You know, there's talk about the block, a lot of talk about the pass. But he also hit a, a little turnaround jumper in the lane to tie the game. Really, really crucial bucket down the stretch. You you saw the way that this that's a that's a veteran team. Uh, Gonzaga is a veteran team, and, and those veteran upperclassmen had no problem deferring to this kid down the stretch. He was excellent, and one more game to, to seal the deal and, and finish the job. We've talked a lot about coaching in general, and yeah. you had the opportunity to coach against Jalen Suggs, and you said that you saw in that moment that he just had something different. After the game, he mentioned that he always wanted to hit a game winner and step on the table, similar to Dwayne Wade, similar to Kobe. How much for me, for me, that showed me a lot, but how much for you did that show you? I guess you've seen it earlier, but you you spoke to it in terms of when you coached against them. But how much does that statement speak to the fact that Jalen is built for this? Yeah, man. I mean, I just think he's been preparing for, for, for moments like these, for situations like these, for, for games like this uh, his entire life. I mean, really, I, I was an assistant varsity high school basketball coach at my alma mater, and we coached against Jalen when he was in seventh grade, right? And... There was a lot of, I mean, he obviously improved throughout the course of his career, but you just saw the way he competed against a season. We had a pretty good team. We had a couple of Division One caliber guys and just a really, really talented, tough group that had been together for a few years. And, and he had no fear. He played with no fear. He played with a ton of confidence, even going against bigger, older, better players. And that's always kind of been his M.O. It's, this, this kid is an ultimate competitor. He was a tremendous football player. You see his football highlights are circulating. They're going viral. So um, for, for him to, to mature into this player, uh, into one of the best players in the country and, and a, a future top five pick, um, not necessarily a surprise for anybody that's, been, that's, that's from, from Minneapolis. I mean, he really put on for the city in a major way, for, for the Twin Cities, for St. Paul and Minneapolis, um, throughout his tenure in high school, uh, whether, whether, whether it was with football, whether it was at the All-American camps, USA Basketball, and he's doing so again at Gonzaga. I mean, he saves his his best play for the biggest moments. And, and there was certainly no better example of that than last night in the, in the national semifinal against the UCLA team uh, that came to play that, fr that frankly came to play. And, and um, you got to give them their flowers. I mean, if that team comes back, they got a five-star top 10 player in the country kid coming, coming in. But, but if Johnny Juzang and Jaime Haquez come back and Tiger Campbell and those guys, that's going to be a preseason top five team in the country next year, similar to what Gonzaga was this year. So uh, that, that was a big time, a big time performance and a big time moment. And, you know, he got to do what he always wanted to do, jump on that scores table and celebrate and let everybody know who he is and more importantly, who Gonzaga is and, and what that team is all about. All right, Sam, this is uh, Deontay. I got a quick question for you. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel right now? Because you, you, you called this out, right? And you were saying Gonzaga is the team. They're, they're going to win it all. And I, I know you feel like, Yes, I called it, 
especially after you hit the game winner. So how you how you feeling about this about Gonzaga going to the next? Don't give him more game. room to gloat. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, you know they now this uh, they, the job's not finished, right? You heard the late great Kobe Bryant. The job's not finished. Gonzaga uh, passed a tough test yesterday, but they're in for an even tougher test tomorrow night, and that's against Baylor. And, and Baylor, I think from a personnel standpoint. Uh, I felt this way on the scene. They had the personnel, their best suited to, to slow down this powerful Gonzaga offense. As good as as good as UCLA played yesterday, and I thought they played a perfect game, right? Gonzaga was still able to get the shots and the looks that they wanted down the stretch and, and in overtime, and, and really all game long, right? Once they were able to, to kind of figure out what UCLA was doing, and what, what why I felt so good about my my Gonzaga pick going into the tournament is because they have a number of ways they can beat you, right? They have veterans, they have shooting, they have Kispert. Uh, is one of the best shooters in the country. You have multiple ball handlers. With Andrew Nemhard, you have Jalen Suggs, obviously. You have Joel Ayayi. And then when, when things get tight, when the possessions break down and you're late in the clock, you can throw it down to Drew Timmy, who, who looks every bit like Kevin McHale reincarnated with his footwork <laughs> right. and, and, his, and, his, and his moves in the low post, his patience, his finesse, and his power when he needs to, when he needs to go to that. So they just, they're so dangerous offensively. They have so many different ways they can beat you. And a player as dynamic as Jalen Suggs uh, with, with his five-star, one-and-done type, future NBA all-star caliber type of ability, all he does is amplify what they already had in store. I thought to hmm. me, even if had Jalen Suggs not committed there, if they just had the group and brought back the group that they had last year, that was going to be a top-five team in the country anyways. And when you get a dynamic one-and-done player, one-and-done caliber player like Jalen, uh, who, who plays like he does and who has that, 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 who, who that skill set that he has, uh, all he does is elevate everybody around him. This is a super dangerous team, but the job is not finished. Really impressed with Baylor's guards defensively and, and kind of the grit and toughness they play with. They are going to challenge Suggs and Nemhard and Kispert and those guys, but but I'm sticking with my pick. Uh, even after the tail biter last night, I'm sticking with Gonzaga <laughs> to win the whole thing. Hey, he answered my question. He answered my second question already. <laughs> and that was actually going to be mine. Uh, Sam, I'm going to let you get into it uh, real quick because I know for a fact that I didn't fill out my bracket, but I told you guys, just even going into it, however it shook out, I anticipated seeing Baylor and Texas in a title game. And then even when I saw the way the brackets were shook out, I was like, well, if Texas doesn't make it out of their bracket, I could see Michigan. So I was looking at Michigan and Baylor. So clearly I haven't deviated from who I felt like, you know what I mean, would actually um, make it, at least on one side, in terms of make it to the national title game. So I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to say Baylor. So – before we let you get out of here, I need both. I need the women's national title game. I need Arizona against Stanford. And I need your pick for Baylor and Gonzaga. But here's the deal. Sam, you've been here a couple times, man. You've been here more than once, more than twice. So you already know the deal. Since we're at the Westgate, I need to know who wins and by how much. Ooh. What's the line for the women's game today? What, what you got? Uh, the Stanford is a four-and-a-half favorite. And the uh, over and under is one sixty-seven. Yeah, I like I like Stanford to win and cover in that game. Um, first and foremost, hats off to Arizona, right? Tremendous game plan against UConn. Uh, face guarded Paige Beckers, took her out of her game, really slowed down what UConn wanted to do offensively, and, and tried to make them go to others, you know, go to other players. And when where I, I was, I really didn't think that um, Gino Ariema is one of the ghosts. Don't get me wrong, but in that particular game, I don't think he he really adjusted to the way that uh, that Arizona was guarding Paige Beckers, and, and they really couldn't find ways to get her the ball down the stretch. And, and, and I thought that was an excellent coaching job 
by Dia Barnes and, and her staff and excellent execution by their players. Uh, but I think Stanford, um, Stanford to me just feels like they're a notch above even UConn, right? They, they have excellent post play with Cameron Brink, who's one of the top two-way players in the country. You look at their guards, they have multiple guards that can score, that can beat you from the perimeter, that can drive the ball. They, they, they have options, which if the shot clock breaks down, the Hall twins are dynamic. They have a bench, there's depth. And, and they, they're, they're familiar with Arizona, right? They, they saw Arizona during the Pac-12 season. They've been rolling ever since that point. And, and I expect a close, competitive game. But Stanford, to me, feels like the, the, the better team in this instance. I, I think after seeing what Arizona did to UConn, they're, they're not going to come in overconfident. They know that Arizona is more than capable of, of, of pulling, pulling off an upset. I don't think UConn necessarily expected to get punched in the mouth by Arizona like that. And I think that served as a wake-up call um, to Stanford. And, and they're, person, they're, they're loaded. They're deep. They have um, uh, options at all three, on the wing, in the backcourt, and up front. And and I think that bodes well for their matchup against a very, very, very good Arizona team. An Arizona program that I expect to stick around for a long time. I think Adia Barnes is simply laying the foundation for what's going to be one of the better programs in college basketball long term. And um, got to tip the captain to Las Vegas' own Sam Thomas, um, Centennial High graduate, four-year captain there, all-defensive player who has definitely changed the culture uh, of that program, and it's been an unbelievable run. And again, of course, anything can happen. Arizona already knocked off UConn, they can knock off Stanford, but I think Stanford's going to eke out a close one and cover the four and a half. Um, so I, I like them to win it and cover. Uh, maybe something like 75 67, 75 60, 68, something like that. Um, on the men's side, I do like Gonzaga to win and cover, but I expect this to be a really, really, really competitive game. We wanted this matchup earlier in the season, right? We, right. we expected to see this matchup. We were going to get it in non-conference play. The coronavirus pandemic shut everything down. But these are the two best teams. They've been the two best teams all year. And I really think the, the strength of that team is, you know, I, I've talked about it on the show, guys. It's all about guard play in, in March and April. And you look at uh, Gonzaga's guards. They're stacked. Multiple ball handlers. Suggs, Ayayi, Nemhard, Fantastic backcourt. And then the same thing with uh, with Baylor, with, with uh, Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler, and Macy Oteague. You know, the two best backcourts in the country. Uh, I think Drew Timmy makes a difference with his play up front. I'm not sure what kind of answer Baylor's going to have for him. And even if they take him away, Gonzaga's just got so many options. Again, a really close game, but I like Gonzaga to win and cover. I'm going to go 85-75 Zags uh, in the national championship game. But, but no, I, I expect two great games. And, I'm you know, guys, before I get out of here, really, really glad we have March Madness um, back this year. So many great games and, and so many um, great talking points. Uh, I, I haven't been this engaged in college basketball in quite some time, but it's a really compelling season, and we've had a compelling tournament on both sides. It's great games, and uh, and, the, and the great players have, have had their opportunity to shine. And uh, and I can't wait for for the women's game in 40 minutes, and then the men's game, of course, tomorrow night. So it's going to be a, it's been a great month of hoops, and it's going to be a great couple of days. Again, as always, Sam, we appreciate you, my man, and I'm sure that we'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> uh, no problem, fellas. Anytime. We'll talk soon. Yes, Take sir. It easy. Enjoy the games. Big dog. All right, guys. All right, so um, the stat line did change for the women's game. What did it just do? Stanford is now seven and a half favorite. Arizona. Bet Arizona. Bet Arizona. Yikes. Bet Arizona. Yikes. But the men's game Arizona. is still the same from this morning. Yes, Gonzaga is favored by four and a half, right? Yes. Um, And I believe their over and under is 160. Now, a lot of people – aren't expecting it to go over 160 
But Baylor's gonna shoot the three. A game like what they just had with UCLA. This is Baylor we're talking. Yes, Baylor's gonna shoot the three. <laughs> it's definitely gonna go over. I'm so. betting the underdog on both sides. I don't care. Like I'm taking that. the underdog. I like that. I'm taking the underdog on both of them. Um, same both to cover, but where we over at? and under. Yeah, where we at? Oh, Kawhi Leonard and his Clippers are torching the Lakers. They were just up seventy to forty-seven, and now the score is seventy-two to fifty-one. Um, the Lakers without Braun and AD and Drummond, but it's okay. I mean, is like you said, Kawhi and his Clippers. Yeah. Thank God he didn't miss Paul George. Or my fault, George Paul. Oh, my bad. And this is the reason why you can't talk. What's his name? Um, PG. I'm not doing this. What was it? Was it PG 24 Salim, first? Salim, I'm leaving. Or was it PG? Th- is it PG 13? It can't be PG 13. Salim, I'm leaving. Is I'm there, getting out of here. Is there like a oh a rated one for like kids? Or like the cartoon animations? Because he's playing like. Do you want to get out? <laughs> Air, you, know, you know what? You know what I've learned? And I'm going to get off of this. I'm sorry. People man. talk about. People talk about. And we're watching a game right here on um it's a, uh, the UCLA yeah. uh, Gonzaga uh, rematch right now, but I think it's interesting when people talk about Paul George. What the hell is wrong with this mic? When people talk about Paul George, but like for instance, the missed layup. I think it was against Denver, right? The missed layup. Yeah. Everybody, that, that's what <laughs> that's what he was trending for. Social media. Hey, that's what he gets. However, Paul George had thirty-seven points and barely missed a shot that night. He shouldn't have missed that layup, though. You're right. He shouldn't have. He smoked the layup. He yeah. he blew it. The, the same way y'all be on Braun, y'all got to be on Paul George. Yeah, uh, Paul George this season is grading for that uh, foot injury. Yeah. He needs to sit for a little bit. Yes. foot injury is not worth a strong leg down. He needs to. Can we just say he's injury prone? He is. Since, he since, is. Th- since that James Harden. See, this is see for me, at this point, I can't be your friend. You said number two or number ten earlier. I did say number two, and I meant to say number ten. Okay, I, okay. That's why I described his hair because I. Couldn't that's why when you said that too, I was like, "That is Tiger," but that's not number two. Yeah, um, I made number ten earlier. My bad. Y'all. No, you dog. Um, this is we're having a conversation. But we're good. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, I, if PG? you if you push me after I dunk and I break my leg, you you help my career go down. I can't be your friend. But see, I, I, at the same time too, Paul George did land weird. It was it was it was. It was, it was we know what that injury was. Yeah, um, I get the injury. But I was just about to say PG has had he, multiple. Great he has, but he hasn't been. He hasn't been the twenty four. He hasn't been the. Well, he's he had twenty four. Then he switched to thirteen. Um, in Indy. Statistically, his best season but is with Russell Westbrook. I'm going to say this. I have Post-injury. always loved PG until he got clamped down by Joe Ingles in the playoffs. I have no respect for you. Things like that happen. They're, who is Joe Ingles now? I hate to say it, bro. Joe Ingles is still a great defender. Like, I don't get why we act like. But Joe Ingles isn't mentioned right now. That's what I'm saying. Utah like, has the best record in the league, and nobody mentions them. My, my That's true. And Paul George should stop. It's not helping. It's, it's not. And. Right. Yeah, and it's not only just him, too. But he's going to get the most criticism because he does it 24-7, and then he blames it on his shoulder injury. 
dog, we heard you the first time when you said, you know, you back with your original trainer. Okay, cool. Show us what you about. You start to show us what you about, and then you get hurt again, and now you want to play through it. That's going to be terrible when it comes time for playoffs. He needs to sit. Hmm. Especially the Clippers are doing pretty well right now. Um, <laughs> they're they're, yeah, they're doing well against the Lakers. So and Kevin I mean, what Kevin Durant's the same thing. By the way, are you worried about the Lakers catching you if Bron and AD don't play? So you can sit them out a little bit, right? Lakers, they, Lakers they know what they're about. doing. No, I know they do. Which yeah, is the scary part. <laughs> which is the scary part is they're legit. Who's like, fifth in the West right now? LeBron might be doing his best Tom Brady impersonation, or vice versa. Who's older? Uh, Eight, yeah. Bron. I mean, uh, Brady is Brady clearly. Is. Who who's is fifth? five? I do think Bron is really injured. I'm not saying that Bron isn't injured. No, 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 I'm not saying – yeah, we're not saying that the players aren't injured. But there's no rush to get them back. There's no rush to – yeah. Because even, even if they fall to the five seed, but they got the four. They're avoiding – they're letting the good teams play each other. The Lakers would end up having if – if they stay four right now, the Lakers would have Utah in the second round if they win their series and Utah wins theirs. And I think Bron wants that. But continue. LeBron James is not scared of the Denver Nuggets or the Utah Jazz. I'm going to let you know that right now. So, if he has a chance. He's not scared of them either. No. I feel like he's more scared of them than the other two teams, though. Um, yeah, because they, yeah, they, they played them last Clippers, year. Clippers are the third, third seed. And they're six and a half games back with Spurs. And, yeah, three through six is pretty packed in for one and a half games. You know what's going to be crazy? We're probably going to get – it's probably going to be the first The time. Lakers in a playing game. Oh. I was just playing. I was just joking, bro. <laughs> like, I was just – I was just. <laughs> it could happen, but – Lakers in a playing game? Yeah, that happens. They're winning I think they were switching. I think the Lakers – I think the league was switching and be like, we can't have the Lakers <laughs> playing in a playing game. <laughs> what if the Lakers and Boston are in a playing game? the seventh to the tenth seed, right? Yes. Crazy. Okay. After this one. So it's not impo- I mean, we don't know how long AD and LeBron are going to be out. They're going to be out for – AD is out for another two weeks, and then LeBron is out for, like, another – Where's San Antonio? Three. San Antonio is eighth, about half a game. And then – And then who's nine? And that's Memphis, and who's ten? Drummond comes back and, like – Go to State is ten. Drummond will be back in, like, another – Clay another is getting game. shots up. I just want to say that. Shout out to Clay Thompson. Um – but what I will say is, um, please learn from myself and Boogie. Don't come back. That's too an, early. that's another. P- and please. Kevin Durant, by the way, Kevin Durant, he's hurting his that. same. The injuries he's having is the same leg he's had he, that he tore his Achilles on. That is the exact same thing Boogie did. So and Katie's having quad quad problems. Pay attention yeah, to these sure, things, uh, people. Hold him out. Hold him out. We're doing great What's the reason to? And and on top of that, too, we're about to wrap up the show right now. We're about to get out of here. Um, for whatever it's worth, I did. Like you guys know, I had my Achilles injury, and mine's wasn't a complete rupture. Uh, wasn't a rupture, and it wasn't a complete tear. So they couldn't have surgery. I had to feel my injury heal for ten to twelve months, which was the weirdest process in the world. 
I have quad injuries now. Like it's not that it's not that it's a certain injury like I've hurt my quad, but I feel like just in the rehab process and I think afterwards, I don't know about KD, I don't know about Chanel Gumake, I don't know about Kobe, God rest his soul. I don't know about Dominique Wilkins. I don't know about Clay Tom. KD. I don't know about Boogie. I don't know about yeah. Clay. I'm naming all these people who have had Achilles injuries because I think it's the way we walk. I think we subconsciously keep the pressure off our heels still. But that but also you're working when you Shout have Shout to Brian Salmon who has had an uh, injury. When you Achilles have injury. surgery. You you only get surgery and you only go through rehab, rehab for that specific area. Yeah. So when you're working on that muscle for on or that area for for it to heal and make sure that it, you get your muscles back cuz obviously when you have surgery they're a little bit, you know, soft and but yeah. you you're missing out your other muscles to work out on for your rehab. You think people are just so focused on one, the one that's injured the that they don't injured yeah, and miss the work out the whole leg. body. Yeah. So I've had the my me having my my knee surgery, I have to make sure that I do a full leg uh, rehab because if not my muscles are going to be hurting or, uh, or they're going to start cramping up and it's going to be bad but i hate to say it but you know when you go through a street a real serious injury you want to i need this to be a hundred percent yeah like yeah I, I don't want the others to diminish but i have to give you adequate attention and time and healing and, and by yourself and that's why you don't rush your in, that's why you don't rush to come back I agree. Um, speaking of rushing to come back, I don't think this person did, but my dad's tipping. We're going to end the show with this. We did our baseball, somewhat of our baseball preview before. Me and Salim didn't get into all of our award winners. We didn't get into rookie of the year. Did we? No, we didn't get into rookie of the year. Uh, I'm just going to say Alec Bone. I don't know, but I got a good feeling from that kid in Philly. I do. Um, and I could be – I hope I'm not saying it wrong. Um, so we we talked about a little baseball last uh, week or Wednesday, rather. So my dad's tip-in is, of course, baseball-related. He says, this tip-in, I want to pick you guys' brain about something. The, and I feel like he couldn't wait to do this. He said, the mm-hmm. Angels have pro- – <laughs> You good? Are you good? Are you I'm, fine? I'm, I'm, good. I'm laughing. You shouldn't be is the, part, is the point. Okay. I ain't said nothing. All right. I feel like as soon as I say the name, you're going to start laughing again. It's just not going to matter. The Angels probably have two of the best players in the MLB. Most obviously, Mike Trout is the best player in the majors, and Shohei Otani is probably the most fun to watch. Uh, My question is this. We know that he is an exceptional talent, hitting or pitching, for the longevity of his career and maybe a sharper focus on one or the other. Which is a scary thought – oh, excuse me. He he said said, which is a scary thought that either could, uh, could get better. Do you shut one down for the other? I'm going to continue. Make him primarily a pitcher or primarily a hitter. I'm curious to know what you and Duna thoughts are about this. I'm here. I'm scared to hear Florida man's. I think <laughs> it's a, I think it's his deadpan delivery, but you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Straight comedy. <laughs> he said, great job, guys. As usual, keep up the good work. Dad, I have been telling you this for quite some time, bro. I think if the Angels continue to let Shohei Otani be a pitcher and continue to be a hitter, I believe that the Angels will ruin Shohei Otani's career. Yeah, too much, too much uh, going on for him. He has to like, for for him, he has to focus on one specific area. I hate to say it, and but as great of a hitter as he is, we need pitching. So like, if Sorry. you're if, if you're if you're going to just keep him at a hitter, 
it's 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 it's, it's going to go either way. It, Why can't he be, be a pitcher and then just do similar to Madison Bumgarner? Just go to Madison Bumgarner out. The Giants and now the Diamondbacks, they'll pinch hit Madison Bumgarner even if they have a, a speedy second baseman on the bench. Why? Because I know his bat is better than yours. That's why. So we've seen when it comes to postseason play, it doesn't always wait until October. The end of September, or excuse me, it doesn't always wait till November in, um, in uh, I almost said World Series. Oh, it is it. World Series games. It happens in wild card weekends. It happens during the first round or during the, the, the ALDS, the NLDS. It happens during those runs. So I don't see how the Angels not having him a pitcher, or excuse me, not having him as a hitter throughout the rest of the year, the regular season, how that prevents him from hitting in the postseason. Because he can still do it. Well, uh, tonight, 577 starts, so he has time to get some pitches. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's a dog, bro. He is. He's a dog. But just from the, the, the work – that in the effort that he has shown that he's going to put in, the Angels have to save him from himself. They have to. They have to. Or else we're going to have another. And this, and this wasn't even injury-related. Remember when Mesa Hero Tanaka came over and everybody was like, this is the next world beater? Not that he wasn't, but you know that Mesa Hero Tanaka is not playing in the MLB this year? Did anybody talk about it? I'm getting out of here, guys. I got music to play. Nope. Until next time, guys. You guys know what time it is. I'm going to let 2K take us out. <laughs>